three, four, coming around, here we go. When it's the, the guru, right, saying it, and you're like, oh yeah, well, he said it, this is, that's my job, that's what I get to do, right? And, and then there's a number of actions which can come from that. It's, it's, it's actually quite, quite fascinating where he gets his ideas and, and things. It's, um, mm -hmm. I, I, you're reminding me of a moment mm -hmm. some mm, five, six, seven years ago, I was at the Institute for the summer for, for a long stay, right? Not the whole summer, but some weeks. And I was hanging out with Glenn and Lee. Mm -hmm. Right. In, and it was like an evening talk in Glenn and Lee's Sumati tank office. There were a couple other newbies there. Won't, won't expose their names, but there were some people who were just visiting for the first time. Right. They knew Glenn and Lee really, really decently. And so we were chatting, blah, blah, blah. It's so much fun to be around people who are in the game very deeply. Right. No matter what perspective they may have, it's a joy. So we're just chatting and all of a sudden Glenn and Lee turned to me and they go, why, why do you do all these things? Meaning, you know, you, you can go down the list of all the things I've done. And I said, well, because EJ said to. <laughs> so there's that part of me, right? That is unquestioning, right? Or, and, and faithful or dutiful or, or, or trusting, whatever. And then there's the other part that's my interior part, right? They, I was like, I had a strange questions because they're, there's a lot of things, A, I don't do, and B, you're dismissing my inner struggle quite easily. <laughs> right. Why do you do that? <laughs> okay, so, all right, I can do it. It doesn't mean like it was just like, you know, peeing in the middle of the night, you know? <laughs> yeah, you wasted all those years chasing nothing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they too were rebelling too. They, they in their own way. And I think this is what we're saying. All of us in our own way negotiate this and it's just on a relative scale. And for those two stalwarts at the community, they too had pulled back and they were doing their own thing, but yet trying to maintain a relationship and do their own thing. Right. So how can I help? But I don't want to help too much because you get sucked in. So well, they do. So, yeah, we're just talking about a bad attitude now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Attitude. Yeah, yeah. So, so they too, in their own way, were were maneuvering through the game as they do it, and I think it's what we were saying. But it's just how it is for for any of us versus how it is for everyone that's in the game. Yeah, it and I remember. Went, I sorry, Fred. No, no, no. Please. I remember. Um, different things like that going on um, and hearing different stories from the past and that in uh, the Dharmadatu with Chogyam Trungpa and they had a splitting with this uh, one gentleman, I forget his name, um, but he was from LA and he had been very, like he had been Chogyam Trungpa's right-hand man, you know, right up there like Claude and apparently developed some city powers, right? And he, he was gay and he had a bunch of relationships with men and uh, contracted AIDS and then went about his business having unprotected sex thinking because 
he was at this high, almost Rinpoche level that he could have sex with men without protection and not pass on the AIDS virus, right? Well, that went all bad and wrong. So that's why apparently he broke off from from Togum Tongpa and started his own following, which a lot of the members from um, the Dharmadhatu, Shambhala, went with him. A lot of the high members and this and that and the other thing. And and yeah, and but even after he got into all those shenanigans, he was still very well revered eh, as being a pretty mm. cool, crazy wisdom, new Western Buddhist teacher. Wow. So does crazy wisdom just like a catch-all phrase for like, I'm out of my mind and <laughs> yeah, and, and I uh, can do anything. <laughs> anything goes. Anything goes, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's very. It's a very attractive phrase. Crazy wisdom. Oh, I like the crazy wisdom. <laughs> not the not the normal wisdom. I oh, want the crazy wisdom. Better. The normal wisdom's a little conventional. Yes. <laughs> and then for all of those that somehow fashion themselves a, 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 a conduit of information and experience and whatever it is that passes through are sort of given this right to, to, to do whatever, whatever comes in. There's no form that they have to follow. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better, Fred. Well, thank you. So our topic for today... Yeah. Yeah, which we've kind of already done. We, we did uh, probably the best things weren't recorded, but that's all right. Um, the, the before show chat. So the idea of attitude, uh, when I said that uh, last week, really quickly, I thought it was the right move. But then I thought about it. And I said, well, but what I really mean is how do we get through? Right. So we could talk about how do we get through our our work with 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 the community or with the institute as it's it's referred to, or the teacher, the guru, the whatever, the Mr. Gold, the Shmuru, whatever, right? I think attitude by itself works for that. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought that if anybody needed a little like pointer, right, cursor to say, look at it this way, it's how do we get through? Like what attitude do we use to get through the, the tough times is probably the easy one, right? Or, or even the normal everyday times or even the good times. Tough times don't last. Tough people do. <laughs> what a good attitude you have. <laughs> you get all, all the, the, the cliches. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking one day at a time, right? Would be yeah. like, it, it, it's, a, it's true. First of all, it's super true. But at the same time, it's over. It's been sort of co-opted by by common use yeah one one day at a time it's almost like it's almost like one one moment at a time but that one moment we can't quite encapsulate the whole of what that means so a day becomes a a much longer interval but it's 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 um, it's almost like you just want time to stop for a second. <laughs> I've succumbed to that. What what uh, Hans was just talking about the um, the fellow who was 
had AIDS and was having unprotected sex with guys and thinking that because he was at such a state, nothing, it wouldn't be transmitted. And uh, I know sometimes I like, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, nothing, nothing bad can happen because I, you know, I'm such a, I'm such a this or I'm such a that, but you, you learn pretty quick. <laughs> That that's not not the the case. Yeah, yeah. Always that maybe you're not special. Maybe you're just just another sucker. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's so interesting that you framed it that way because because you took me into a to a to a memory, to an attitude memory. So uh, and I and and it's it's true. Like I often believed. My, no, it wasn't even a belief. It was a sort of like a, 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 like a software program running in the background. It was unquestioned. It wasn't like a belief. It was just unquestioned. And I said, as long, and this was the, this is the way it would be phrased in words, as long as I am active in the practice of this work, yeah. contributing money, time, energy, thought, as much as one can, being a householder, also having a career and a job and a, you know all that stuff, right? That I was, that I was protected, right? So I, and I, and, I, and that caused me, I, I miss those days by the way, because <laughs> it was so innocent and so like foundational for how I saw my life that I only thought the, it would, the wheels would come off, right? Whatever that means, right? But you know, whatever passes for wheels for all people would come off if I sort of shirked my duties or said, I'm going to take a break. Right. And then a decade passes. Right. So that was a, that was a, that was one of those sort of echoes of, of Hans's story as well. Right. Mm -hmm. I just didn't, I only was maybe endangering myself, but yeah, with my foolish fool like view of life. Well, there's that whole, um, uh, I know what to call it, belief, philosophy, mystique. And it was, um, it was, it's demonstrated in uh, Diablo 2 in that while you're in a certain circle or circumference or a connection of some sort, the because all the characters are either have an aura or they have a have can a we, can we say with the source sorry connection with the source yeah 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 connection <laughs> connection with the with the source and and just stay staying with it and so uh but soon as you got outside of the source you, you, you got uh, beaten up a, a little bit because you couldn't deal with the monsters. Because in that source, the, the Amazon can slow down the missiles coming at you and you can see, oh, there's an arrow coming. I'm going to just move out over here because it's slowed down. Or the um, uh, some, something could be giving you cold resistance. So if something's firing, firing cold things, then, you know, you know what? I'm resistant to that. No problem. Or because I'm part of the group. 
yeah, because I'm I'm in this little circle. And when we played D two, we were encouraged to have our overhead map up, and and the characters being uh, in the in the space of a guide all around the that you, you have these little green crosses. Because while you're there, the barbarian can yell and put up your life and your mana and your skills. And so everything works together. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I would add to this, too, because it's really recent. Because in I play with Jaswan in Diablo 2 Resurrected with Claude on Wednesdays and Sundays. And we're now at a point where I am teleporting. I'm a sork, sorceress. So I have to, I can teleport throughout the whole domain, right? Map, domain, area, just by click, click, click. And I sort of teleport, boom, 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 and hop through the map, right? When we first began with these characters for, it's been over a year now, for two mm -hmm. years, whatever. I could, I, my mindset was like, oh my God, I'm going to teleport. It's sort of a skill I've avoided learning in this game over 15 years it was always i'm so glad jazz wants the sorceress well and elena, gonna... elena was doing television elena was a sorceress for a while i avoided that it somehow it it it, it made me mm, nervous uncomfortable like uh, that i was going to fail at it right so the first times i said all right i'm going to try to teleport boom 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 dead what happened, Fred? Well, you know, they jumped on me and then they stunned me and then I couldn't move because I, my character was stunned and I died. Okay, I'll try again. <laughs> boom, 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 dead. Then Jaswan and Claude have to come and rescue my dead corpse, right? So I can, right? And it was like, all right, I suck at this. And it was an attitude because I had, I had an attitude of failure running through or, or nervousness or anxiety or or I can't do this, maybe was the attitude. I don't think I can do this. It's too hard or whatever. And I would die. And now the last several weeks, I, I teleport. I don't even put up safety TPs. I break all kinds of like protocol because I'm so utterly confident that nothing will get me and nothing does. So for me, when we're talking about attitude in the game, D2 is a very good mirror for this. Is like when I had an attitude that I couldn't do it or I was going to fail or I was going to be exposed as a phony player, a non-pro player in this game, I died. Uh, not humiliated, that would be too dramatic, but like, yeah, see, I told you you couldn't do it. Yep, I can't do it. I'm not going to conquer this skill. And now I just zip around because like for some reason, like a, a switch was flipped. It's like, I can do this. I'm fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> confidence is good <laughs> you know no one is invincible and and but making proper choices like having a good attitude offers a lot of protection and mobility yeah i remember when i had to teleport and so and i was the same as Fred. i did not want to do it i was like oh it, i don't know much pressure it's, uh, everybody's watching there's there's um anyway i i thought okay i'm gonna choose to be a sork this time so 
I did get some pointers from EJ while, while learning teleportation as a sort, but the, the, the biggest thing for me was don't panic because you, you get there and you go, ah, there's so many monsters, which way shall I go? So it, it's, it's, it's sort of a mixture of having, having a set direction to go into and just following it no matter what and then there's a mixture of well you know what this is obviously a dead end that there's there's like an intuitive part too where you get a and which which i guess comes with time and and uh, experience with the different maps just experience yeah yeah. No matter what it is we do, the to me the intuition is 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 too low, too fra not fragile, too quiet or subtle, too subtle of a frequency. When there's panic, nerves, or even the the other side of it, like overconfidence and all that, or whatever, when there's a bunch of mm. stuff flowing yeah. around in the mind, yeah. intuition is too subtle to be heard yeah. over the noise or the din of learning let's say even right but when you do experiences over and over and over and then the learning becomes like calms down a little bit then the the intuitive part of things can can be heard and and it's really interesting how that comes about because fred's seen and i've seen people teleporting all the time clods like uh, and i'm sure ej's been doing teleportation too and and it's almost like well if they can do it why can I do it and it and it's and it, and it extrapolates into this world here um, so and so's got so much money but I could never do that there's he's just a person he's got a brain and a body and emotions if he can do it I can do it why not. And the only thing stopping you is really yourself. Yeah, you know, Nicole and I, we we buy lotto tickets regularly, right? And we're always dreaming, say we could do this, if you win and do that and that, right? But I honestly, seriously, if I, sometimes I imagine, oh yeah, say you won a million dollars, right? I just, I could so see that being a burden. Like, I don't even want to win the lottery. <laughs> I do when I don't. But I, I could see how it can be a burden, right? Could just How would it be a burden for you? Steer you off the track, right? How so? How so? Well, you could just start getting into these yummy little things like, you know, jet setting and buying this, buying that, right? Eating this, eating that, and, you know, getting into you know better fancier clothing and on and on right i could i could seriously see it being a real distraction yeah so i wonder if that's how you're you might be sabotaging yourself because you're, you're buying the lottery ticket and then so there's one part of you 
wanting that or it would be nice for that. And then there's another part which is saying, yeah, it's not all that. And and it's interesting because I, I don't know the, the resolution for it because it's um, uh, it's almost like you're excusing yourself for not winning the lottery. <laughs> like you're, you're, yeah, make, yeah. you're making an excuse. Or or it is this too. I'm I'm not. There's a work there. There's a workshop. <laughs> there, there's a there's a series of, of of informations written, spoken, workshop materials about that was called aims and goals. It has a couple of names, but that's one of them. And and curiously, Hans, um, one of the things that came out of that experience, and also writing down what it is, you know, making a sort of like written plan but without the how just the goals right so what was curious to me or was revealed there it is what was revealed is that if i'm you and i'm living your life hans with the lottery ticket your lack of clarity about do you or do you not want to win is the reason you don't win because it isn't something you truly want if you truly wanted it it would be granted to you earth is a very giving place but you have to be absolutely clear i have to be clear in order to get it and and i can't have this sort of like well but you know money's evil or money's you know going to make me buy like you know four hundred dollars jeans right <laughs> and then i'm going to spend time trying to get the best four hundred dollar jeans and so i am pulled off by the yummy things right so at the same time though if you, if I wanted something, truly wanted it, and better said, truly needed it for what I needed to do, it's gifted, given. Not by sitting on your butt, not that kind of gift or given, but by you'll get what you need to get where you want to go and nothing else extra. And I've, I've used that to like go, you know, you didn't get that because you really didn't want it truly. Yeah, it's kind of true. I only kind of wanted it. Or I only kind of thought I needed it. I wasn't clear. Yeah, the aims and goals, I, I remember first you'd write down all the pros of what will happen if, if, say, you win the lottery and all the cons of what all the the bad things and the good things and and the and and I I do sort of have a belief like where it's that what whatever you want will be will be granted and um, there's um, that it's talked about you want it and you want it once and you want it with clarity and then that's it then you then you sort of shut it off or cut it off and and then it's it's going to be granted no problem mm -hmm. i have i wish i had it with me i don't know i think it's in a storage facility in california but the workshop that elaine and i went to that this was the this was the mm -hmm. the focus of the the weekend each of us did our thing and it was a little bit of thinking and, and mentating or hanging out with that want or that need and visualizing and visualizing all this sort of like, you know, tactile and, and internal mechanisms we can use to, to, to get clarity. And we wrote down our stuff and went home and it was in a notebook 
and that was the last I really worried about it. Okay, did it, did the <laughs> workshop. I wrote down some things I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lena, you did too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. That's it, right? So when I'm moving to Spain in 2017 and basically going through all my stuff, I ran into this book, this notebook, and I found the list of things. And I was like, Elena, Elena, look, like eight out of the 10 things had happened. Wow. Right. So it wasn't, but they didn't happen maybe in the way that I had figured them or visioned them or expected them to take that form. But if I step back, it was close. It wasn't the exact words like, da, 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 but like this, this, this. And it was really remarkable. Wow. It wasn't the whole list. And neither one of us said, well, we did put some money down. It's true <laughs> in our own way. But we, we didn't get the amount of money that we wrote down, but we got near enough to free us from that lifestyle which was part of what it was, right? That was, that was somewhere in there was the, the, the change of lifestyle. So it's like that workshop and that work you did in that book set Things your guys' attitude in motion. Mm -hmm. It in was eight direction. years later though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, What's I, time? <laughs> Yeah, 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 I would, I would, I would say similar experience to mine with Fred from that workshop. It probably took then, uh, probably eighteen years, I think. And and I think it, it brings us around to: Do we have a choice with our attitude? And and I I know with um, with sales. When I go and introduce, I, I'm in a mortgage broker, so I, I know when I'm meeting somebody for the first time, you know, if I say, hey, hey, Fred, my name is Jazz Rondays, I'm a mortgage broker. So I, I don't say, hey, how you doing? <laughs> you know, just that little, little twist. And it forces you to come out of, out of my ingrained natural attitude it just just forces you um sometimes i'm unable and and the times and reasons i'm unable is when there i'm so caught up in 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 say a problem or an issue or something that i'm not able to get out of myself and hey how you doing what a great day I was just thinking earlier when you spoke, Jasmine, about, um, you know, slowing things down, mm. you know, or stopping time. I'm just thinking about like with with moments or seconds, like um, I know I talk about being on the bus a lot because uh, Nicole and I ride the bus a lot and I actually find it really enjoying because it is such a world in itself. You know, you get on the bus and, you know, I got to push a wheelchair up into the bus. So that garners a little more attention than just strolling on, you know. And um, anyway, then you get yourself seated down and, and then you get to start to look around and see who's all on the bus today, right? And this particular bus we ride, we see a lot of regulars, right? And 
over the last 10 years seeing a lot more older people, right? And like, it's like sometimes there'd be two wheelchairs, right? And there's certain spots for the two wheelchairs. And then you'll have like three, four people with their walkers, right? <laughs> so this takes up a lot of room. And anyway, it can get quite comical, but you know, with the mask situation and that, it can get, you know, people sometimes they fight, right? Someone doesn't want to move their walker. Someone doesn't want to this. Hey, you put your mask on. Hey, put your mask over your nose. Right? So, and I'm, I'm very anti-mask. And someone, if I'm not in the right mood, someone tells me to, to put my, my mask over my nose. I can snap at them quite easily, right? Or if I'm able to stop myself and think, hey, you know, you can you can get that anger out and, you know, relieve yourself against this person with comedy, right? And it goes a lot further and everything's funner, especially if you get some laughs from the rest of the folks on the bus, right? But the problem here is like, you know, how do you, how do you stop time so you can, you know, not react, <laughs> not let the anger <laughs> take over and go, okay, I'm taking the comedy route today <laughs> instead of the reactive anger route. I saw the bus. I thought you were going to go this direction. Your direction was, was super enjoyable, right? But I thought you were going to say this because maybe I was just projecting on you, Hans Mack, <laughs> in the sense when I would ride the bus... Not often, but when I did in Chicago or long trips from Madrid to where I live, it's two and a half hours on the bus, right? The long ones. It's the same with an airplane, right? What I saw that those for me were the closest to stopping time because I didn't have to do anything. Just sit right. in my chair and, you know, observe read listen to music but just i said ah if it's a you know a trip across the ocean i have eight hours that is suspended time really to to do whatever i do you know and maybe look forward to some really amazing airplane meal mm -hmm. oh i'll take the chicken thank you you know <laughs> the exciting moment of the trip but for me it was like a time did stop for me my life stopped for that for that period of time, the 20 minutes on the, the, the city bus, the two hours on the bus from here to Madrid or a, a transatlantic flight of eight hours, those were all pauses in my life. It is all relative though, right? It's like, okay, you, you jump on the city bus and you might get there in five minutes, 10 minutes. So that's a five or 10 minute timeout, right? Mm -hmm. Yep, yep. And on the airplane, depending on the, the duration of the flight, like for me to go up north to visit my mother, that's only 45 minutes. So there's a 45-minute timeout. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like those timeouts. I really do. Yeah. They're... Because often, maybe uh, Jazz once said it in his way, in my way, often if I, have a, if I have a spare moment, I'm only thinking, well, what can I do with this spare moment, right? I, I'm... Whether I do it or not is, is not, it's another podcast, right? But the idea is that I'm, I'm pressured by myself to like, oh, I can make use of this time that's in between the podcast and the feeding of the animals, right? So, so it, 
there's those that I can't, but when I'm on a plane or something, it's like those tough decisions are taken out of my hands. I'm, I'm prisoner of this time out. There's no, you know, thinking about how I could take advantage of this extra half hour in my day. Exactly. And it's set there. It's just, it's set, right? There it is. You, you know, there, you know where the beginning is going to be and you know where the end is going to be. I mean, performing music, I mean, when you, when you go up for a crowd and, and your attitude, do, do you get nervous or what was your first well, performance? You get used to it. I, and I, a crowd of nine or 12, maybe, you know. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I mean, I, but I used to get terribly, terribly performance anxiety, you know, terrible. Mm -hmm really a, an affliction like disabling couldn't play couldn't think straight you know just drink a lot to kind of douse <laughs> but I, I got used to it um and expectations you know kind of plays into it as well you know and and like some of the other topics that we've addressed and and uh and attitude comes into play too. And it's kind of minimize your expectations, you know, and mm -hmm. or possibly have none, but of course you can't go into something like that with no expectations. And, and uh, but um, attitude is, it, it comes into play certainly with performing, you know, and in having a positive attitude and accepting other people saying, um, I mean, but not too positive. You don't want cheerleaders, you know, coming up to you and say, oh, my God, that was great, you know. And uh, but then you don't want to do that for yourself either. You just um, not too positive. Right. And um, I don't know. I was I, I it it all comes into play for, for me, like playing. I'm not performing at all, but practicing here on my own attitude comes into play quite a bit because I'll have expectations for the day, for the moment that I begin. And, and, um, and a lot of times it's very disappointing. And to go further into practicing and getting into the frame of mind or the space um, with an attitude of this is depressing and disappointing and it doesn't sound the way I wanted it to, I'm just going to set the guitar down and go have some toast or something, you know, something stupid, like have a snack, a bowl of ice cream. So my attitude is, is like, no, 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 this is, uh, I have to talk myself into it sometimes. And it's a, like an attitude, it's attitude, but it's basically take, taking myself by the hand and walking myself into it. And come on, it's going to be okay. Kind of a thing. It's all. So I remembered while you were talking Hans Vanderhill. Yes. That part of my my reason for for wanting to talk with you guys about this topic is that uh, Mr. Gold, E.J. Gold, often speaks or sometimes speaks about the importance of attitude uh, in 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 our work together and in the, the big work. Right. I was. So I, found, go ahead. I think it's. I think it's kind of. It's huge, and that's yeah. what I was going to bring to this discussion i thought well this is you know all the subjects that we have addressed 
can expand, you know, into a lot of different ways and levels and whatnot in a, in a wonderful way. And I think the four of us do a good job of bringing it to these different places. But I thought, wow, this is this is really so significant because it it because and you I'll let I'm sorry I had to interject that while you were talking. Oh no no, I just went online for a moment to dig it up because if I I thought I knew I would switch some words around and and lessen its impact. So here's one of the several quotes or many quotes I know he's been that are attributed to him, and here's a simple one: ninety nine percent of all work on self is attitudinal.